Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Welcome. What is up to the early edge? I am your host, Alan Bell. We have a tremendous show lined up for you today for this Saturday. All kinds of basketball, UFC, you name it, on the line. And, oh, yeah, that's right. Super Bowl is tomorrow. But you know what? We're focused on today. But let's even take a step back at how we did last night. Eh, Not bad. Not great. One and two. Lost the jeweler's gym. That one was tough. We were close. But you know what? Just a couple picks on the board. I guarantee you today, after looking at what we have, oh, yeah, we got a ton more going on today and a whole lot of good picks. So let's bring in the stars of the show and get a look at them. Gentlemen, going five wide today. Jay Smooth, how we doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing all right, Coach. A little disappointed with St. Louis. It's been a tough week, but you know what? We're going to be right back at it. I got three today. It's a busy Saturday. Let's go. Well, I could tell that you're busy on your picks because you just called me coach. But you know what? I'll take that. And <laughs> it's fantastic. Awesome. And we'll run with it. M squared. Awesome. How we doing, buddy? Let me say. And first off, you're going to see on social media coming out here somewhat today, tomorrow. M squared was kind enough to host me and Noah at the penthouse yesterday. Had a great time. How's my man Chief doing? Chief is good. Uh, he was looking for you this morning when we went out for a walk. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're doing good. And uh, I'll call you AB, but you do kind of look like coach today. So I understand. Uh, I understand where Jay Smooth's head's at this morning. Yeah, you know, it's, it's crazy. Like with the light on here, it looks like it's just completely just shaved, right? <clears throat> if I cut the light down, I mean, it's a two and a half. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's funny. It's crazy how the light will change with it. Andrew Gavis, buddy, how we doing, my man? It's good to see you, brother. It's good to see you as well. I'm doing great. Uh, psyched to get into it. Hell yeah, man. Micah Roberts, last, certainly not least. How we doing, my man? We're doing excellent, man. I'm excited to get the fight picks. I need some of those. And uh, Justin and Mikey is going to uh, help me out with some college basketball. I'm going to throw in some uh, NBA and some hoops. And I'll put it all together, and you know, I'm going to come out a winner, I'm pretty sure. There we go. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, man. I had uh, uh, all the boys in my group text uh, we're asking me, they knew that Andrew was going to be on the show today. They're like, hey, could you go ahead and uh, text me those picks for UFC a little early? So, yeah, everybody's fired up for it. Now, let's get to the storylines that affect the betting lines for today. And, Andrew, I'll tell you what. We'll start with you. We got UFC 271 tonight. All right. Give us an overview. What does this card look like? We've got two co-main events, if I'm correct, right? Break it down for us, man. What are we looking at? Yeah, so we've got a great main event, Israel Adesanya versus Robert Whitaker, part two. These guys fought back in 2019. Israel Adesanya knocked him out in the second round to win the belt. He's reigned supreme over the 185-pound division ever since. Um, Robert Whitaker has answered the bell, went on a hot streak ever since that fight. He's looking to get his revenge here. Game plan um, seems to be different this time. I think he's going to try to mix in the wrestling. It's a tall ask against Israel Adesanya, so ultimately I'm picking him to get it done, but I think it's going to be a great fight. Some of the other uh, fights on the card to look out for, 
people's main event, Tai Tuivasa versus Derek Lewis. Um, that one, you kind of jumped up a better fan-friendly fight on paper. Both these guys are super likable, always in fun fights. And then the last fight I'll mention for now, Jared Cannonier versus Derek Brunson. Winner of that might get the next crack at the belt at 185 pounds. So there's some really good matchups to look forward to. Yeah, I'm fired up, man. And we're going to break it down here in just a minute. You submitted a ton of good picks for us. Uh, you know, and, and you said it, the people's fight tonight, right? Like between Tui Vasa and Derek Lewis. Look, if, if you don't know who these two guys are, right? If you're just kind of a novice better. And I'm not a big UFC guy in terms of my knowledge. But I do love the sport and I love watching it. you got Derek Lewis, who I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, owns the UFC record for the most knockouts. Correct. Yes, correct. Mm -hmm. Against Tui Vasa, who's doing shoeies, our boy who will drink beer right out of the shoe. And these two dudes are going for knockouts. Like there's, they're not going for submissions. They're not going for anything. Like this fight is going to be awesome, man. I cannot wait to watch it. Uh, Micah, coming to you, buddy. We got the Super Bowl tomorrow. All right. Yeah. Now, you've been on both sides of this, both as a better and as a bookmaker. All right. So. What are you looking at tomorrow? Like, what data are you seeing? And also, just what does this feel like the Saturday before the Super Bowl? It has to be essentially Sportsbook's national holiday going back ever since, you know, Meyer Lansky was putting these things together in Las Vegas, man. Talk to Yeah. Him. No, it's a big deal in Vegas, but I'm seeing a little of the effect of the rest of the nation uh, having access to betting and props. It's not that big of a deal, Vegas, anymore. And this is the first year I've really seen that come to light. And there's no money coming in on the Rams. It's all been all Bengals money, and that's continued. This reminds me of, I think it was 2004, the Buccaneers against the Raiders, that Super Bowl in uh, San Diego. And I sat there waiting for money on the Raiders, and it was like, of course it's going to come. So the Raiders, I mean, of course they're going to bet the Raiders. They, I mean, come on, four-point favorite, kind of similar situation. And the money never came. And I got buried on it. Fortunately, the props uh, bailed us out a little bit. But um, I think that's what a lot of the books are doing. So they're going to have to contemplate their risk, thinking maybe Rams money isn't coming. At some point, you got to go to three and a half, maybe, right? You, can't, it, you know, if you sit there, you know how much you're going to lose. You're essentially gambling. You're not bookmaking. So these guys are going to come to decisions. Uh, Jay Cornergay over at the Westgate Superbook, he's at four minus 101. He's doing a dime line, so it's plus four minus 109 on the Bengals. And that's the cheapest number in Vegas, and no one is laying it. And it's just so surprising because usually big money always jumps on anything of value, and they see no value in it right now. So it could be testing. Wait to see if there's a three and a half out there. But I, I, it just it's all Bengals so far. It's like 60 71% of the tickets and cash on Bengals at most of the places I've talked so far in Vegas. So um, if you do like the Rams, you know, maybe wait, wait to bet a little bit. I don't, it's not, definitely not going up. That's a good piece of advice. You know, and you spoke about in regards to just how much the landscape of sports betting has changed now that it's legal, you know, in, in States across the country yeah. and everybody's betting mobile. I saw last year there was an, there was uh, about $4.3 billion legally wagered on the Super Bowl. This year, expected to be $8 billion. Yeah. That is a massive, massive jump in just one year. So, yeah, it's pretty wild, man. All right, Jay Smooth, coming to you, buddy. You've got some information on Miami of Ohio. And you know what? You have the nugget of the day, dude. I'm just going to get out of your way and let you rip it. What do you got? 
Yeah, you know, that's an honor, AB. Nugget of the day coming from you. I feel like that's a little trophy in of itself. But yeah, man, Miami of Ohio. What what do you even say about them? They started their year out okay. They covered the first three, won the first three games against some middle-level teams. But since, they've actually only covered twice out of like the last 17 games they've played. And the nugget of the day is this team has not covered in the year of 2022. That's right, 11 straight losses against the spread since the calendar turned they once they covered last on literally december 29th so it has been a rough go for miami of ohio they are getting the favorite line today they're minus one against bowling green on their home floor so will their luck turn around is bowling green going to come in there and get it done I kind of lean yes. I think, you know, we got to watch to see if Miami of Ohio can right this ship. They have won some of the games, but they've been made the favorite, so they haven't covered. So, yeah, I think that this could be another letdown spot for them. Something to watch. It's been a pretty rough year for the Redbirds. Yeah, that is rough, man. And shout out to our guy, Eric Kay, a proud Miami of Ohio alum. Whew. They got to cover spread one time. Yeah, they got to get it one time for our man, E.K., all right, M Square coming to you, buddy. All right, talk to us. Waste management, man. It's Saturday. We're in round three. Talk to us, buddy. Yeah, waste management. The cut has been made, and now we're heading into the real fun part of the weekend. But what I want to talk about, I hit it on HQ yesterday on our, on our morning show on the Early Edge. We now have five players with three-plus strokes gained T to green, just removing the putting. Four of those players have still gained less than a stroke on the greens. Those are Brooks Kepka, Xander Shoffley, Max Homa, and John Rahm. All four players that definitely can find the putting stroke at any time. What we like about this here is that they haven't had any success putting and they're still dominating this course. If they find the putting stroke the third, fourth time, obviously third and fourth round, look out for them. Uh, it's going to be a really, really fun leaderboard on Sunday. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, speaking of Sunday, everybody, we had a great week. Uh, and big, big thanks to everyone at CBS Sports HQ for the huge boost. Uh, but understand, we are back to normal operation. We are here as we have always been. And we have a monster, monster, monster show lined up or shows lined up for you tomorrow. And here's how the schedule breaks out. 10 a.m. Eastern, our normal morning show. We're going to be cross-sport focused on everything that you have, not only in the Super Bowl, but across any other sport as well, and cross-sport prop bets that anybody may have. We're going to break those down. 4 p.m. Eastern, we're going to have a live stream preview before the game kicks off, as we normally do, go through our final best bets, props, spreads, totals, everything, you name it, and then at 6.30 p.m. Eastern, a watch party live with the entire Early Edge crew. We want you to come out, be a part of it. Uh, there's going to be people in the audience that come on the show. We're going to have giveaways, prizes, showdowns. I mean, every single thing. It is going to be a blast. So come watch the Super Bowl with us. Now, you know what? Man, we've talked a lot. I've talked a lot. Nobody wants to hear more of that. But let's get into the picks, and let's break this thing down. All right, so our site play today, we are going Kentucky, minus 9.5 at home against Florida. Rupp Arena, uh, th 4 p.m. Eastern, I'm sorry. And look, Kentucky enters having won nine of its last 10 straight up, and somehow this still feels like a must win for the Wildcats at home. Kentucky's had a few days off. They're going to enter rested, and it feels like one of those classic mid-Saturday day games at Rupp Arena where Kentucky just blasts someone. And sorry for any Florida fans out there, but I think Kentucky's going to do it to you today. So take the Wildcats minus nine and a half. So M Squared, you know the rules, man. This is your show. You got first at bat. Coming to you, buddy. What do you got? 
All right, let's start with golf because this one tees off in about two hours-ish. Uh, so get it in quickly, but it's going to be Max Homa, minus 115 against Kevin Kisner in a round three matchup. I mentioned Homa being one of the four players that have gained three plus strokes tee to green without gaining any strokes on the putting on the greens. I really like this spot for him. Uh, I think that the third round is when he really starts to find the putter, if he's going to find it at all during the week. But he's been super solid off the tee on the approach. On the other side, Kisner does what he has done throughout his career, which he does putt well. He's not gaining strokes anywhere else. He has actually lost strokes on the approach. Not something, not a recipe for success uh, in this kind of event. So I love fading Kevin Kisner here. Max Homa, minus 115. And then college basketball. Going to Marquette, looking for a nice bounce back spot for Marquette. I played this minus two and a half last night. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. It's up to three in most spots right now. Definitely get this before you go over the full possession to three and a half. Uh, however, my simulations make them minus seven. Massive contrast in terms of style of play here. Marquette's going to be one of the fastest teams out there. Opponent is not. They play 335th, I believe, in pace of play. They do not rate well in terms of offensive efficiency. Marquette is a good defensive team. I think this one has the potential for a double-digit blowout victory, but grab it now before it gets to three and a half. Take Marquette. Ooh, I like to hear that. I'm jumping on that as soon as we get off the show. All right, speaking of cross-sport picks, Micah, I'm coming to you, buddy. You, my man, have gone Rainbow Road here. Shout out Mario Kart. I think the greatest game ever played. You've got a ton of picks from across all kinds of different sports here. Break us down, man. What are you seeing today? Yeah, I'll get this out of the way first. I have the Rams 37-20. I'm not going to elaborate. I've been talking all week about it, writing about it. I'm almost sick of the Super Bowl, so I'm going to just leave it there. I've, <laughs> you know, you can put your decisions in there. Cup scores, OBJ scores, lots of sacks from the uh, front four of the Rams. Uh, stuff like that. So I'll leave that there, but I'll get into the NBA first with Memphis. They're playing again. This is the best cover team in the NBA. They're number one in steals, number one in rebounding, and number one in block shots. That is That says a lot to me, and they've done that in a rather quick amount of time, like the last six weeks to accumulate that. They've been dominating. They have won and covered their last four, the last three scoring over 130 points in each game. And they've won and covered seven of their last eight overall. And the Hornets got a win last night. They're a little tired. Played at Detroit and looked really good. Montrez Harrell uh, looked good as well. Uh, but they have lost their last five at home, did not cover any of those games either. So I think it's a spot where one team is trying to find out who they are. And definitely Memphis, the Grizzlies, they knew who they are. And they might just make it to the NBA Finals the way they're playing. It's a long way to go, but they have really uh, caught my interest. They're 25-1 to 1 to win the championship. Um, go to the uh, college basketball right now. A couple uh, conference leaders, Davidson at Rhode Island, laying the two and a half. Uh, Davidson has won their last four, but only one in five against the spread in their last six. Um, and Rhode Island having a tough time. They've lost their last six, one and six 
against the spread their last seven. And I look for Davidson to stay atop the A-10. And over in the MAC, Toledo, 17-5-1 against the spread. They're amazing. They've gone 10-1 and their last 11 games against the spread straight up. Just a marvelous team. 39% uh, defense shooting that they allow. Uh, one of the best in the country, top 20 at least. And then you go to uh, offensively 48%. Uh, from the field. So they got it all each side of the ball. They just bury you. And they last met, I think it was January 8th. It was 94 to 63. They covered a 20 point spread at Toledo. That's all I got guys. I love it, man. That was a great, that, I love the way that you're just breaking down different sports and to Memphis, John Morant, shout out to the 901. Wow. Got a lot of family that are from the Memphis Whitehaven area. So shout out to all of them as well. All right, Gombas coming to you, buddy. UFC 271, and everybody understand, when I said that my man came, dude, double loaded with picks, he came double loaded with picks for the Octagon tonight. So, in fact, I'm even going to pull up a graphic while you are speaking so that everybody can see it. But talk to us, buddy. What do you got? Yeah, so you alluded to this, but this is the most picks I've had on a card so far this year and maybe on my early edge career ever. So um, I'll get right into it. Earlier in the week, I gave out Maxim Grishin, money line minus 165. He's a five-inch reach advantage. I think he's the better striker, the better grappler. And fun little tidbit, at weigh-ins, William Knight actually missed weight by 12 pounds, which is one of the most egregious weight misses of all time. So this fight's actually happening at heavyweight instead of light heavyweight. And a lot of people have asked me, does this make you like it more? Does it does this make you like it less? I like it more because an egregious weight miss like that means that either he was not taking training seriously or there's an injury in camp or something like that. So I'm still rolling with Maxime Grishin, even the fights, at, even though the fight's at heavyweight. Um, the other pick I gave out on the Sportsline Twitter over the week was the Malcoon Dobson under two and a half rounds. Um, that was at minus 124. It's up to minus 160 now, so I'm pumped about that. But honestly, I capped this one minus 200. Um, two of Asa Lewis over one and a half. I touched on this fight a little earlier, and you might be surprised to see that over one and a half, two big heavyweights going to swang and bang, um, so to speak. But I actually like the over. I think Derek Lewis um, makes people fight timid. He is that crazy one-punch power, but he also looks to counter-strike. So I think there's a good chance. This kind of looks like a staring contest for a little while, and you might have to hold your breath, but I think there's a good shot we cash this one. Um, and then we got Jared Cannonier who is fighting Derek Brunson in what should be a number one contenders fight. I like Cannonier to get a knockout here. I played his money line. I think he's much better striker. He's better durability. Brunson's going to get to look, excuse me, Brunson's going to look to get takedowns, but Cannonier is really strong. He's hard to take down. He's hard to hold down. So I'm rolling with Cannonier. Um, next up, I like Alexander Hernandez against Hinato Moicano. I think Hernandez, um, he's going to use being a fast starter to his advantage. Moicano's taken a lot of damage in his last couple of fights, and I don't like him up at 155 as much. So rolling with Hernandez money line. Then we've got the Rojo Phillips under two and a half rounds, minus 160. Um, if Kyler Phillips decides to pursue the grappling path here, he should submit uh, Marcelo Rojo. If he doesn't and they stand up, it's going to be another um, swing fest that has fight of the night potential that I think someone falls down. So I like the under two and a half in that fight. I think someone finishes. And for those who don't really follow MMA, just um, real quick, 
the if I say under two and a half rounds, that means two minutes and thirty seconds into the third round. Um, that's where the benchmark for over under two and a half is, and then one and a half um, is halfway through the second round. So two minutes and thirty seconds in the second round is where that benchmark would be. Um, last couple got Roxanne Modafferi plus three fifty. Uh, Casey O'Neill is a huge favorite here. People are writing off Roxanne. She's the old dog. We've got the new guard coming in. I think not so fast. I think this line should be much closer. Casey O'Neill is three zero in the UFC, but she's fought three girls that um, aren't necessarily UFC caliber. Two of them aren't in the UFC anymore. I think Roxanne is going to put up way more of a fight than this. She's fought a high level of competition for a really long time, and um, I think she actually has a chance to win this one. So I'm going to take the shot at plus three fifty. Then, last but not least, I like Sergey Morozov fighting Douglas Silva de Andrade. Um, Sergey has a big grappling path here. Douglas Silva de Andrade is getting up there in age. Um, he was taken down by Henan Barrow multiple times, and luckily he got stood up by the refs. But I don't see that happening here. I think Sergey Morozov. Um, gets it done and I think he does so comfortably dude I love it man I'm telling you you made a lot of people on the text chain here in Nashville happy with all of those picks dude like you got it all broken down I cannot wait to watch 271 tonight like it's going to be phenomenal like from top to bottom it's a really really good card all right Jay Smooth dude you know the rules on Saturday when I host I always want you in the maestro spot because you are my dude bring us home brother what you got I appreciate that, A.B. I'm not going to call you coach again, no matter how shiny your head might be this morning. But, yeah, let's get to it. It's an honor always sitting in the maestro spot. So I got three picks today. We're going to go with an over in the Citadel VMI game. This is a 335 tip-off. It's a lot of games, so the time can kind of help you find it on the long list of 150 options. Uh, but, yeah, well, over 163. I think you can get over 162 and a half right now. I like this one. Last Saturday, Citadel played in the game where they scored 200 points total so there's a real like very high ceiling to when this team plays they basically uh, they basically go all out on offense both and actually both teams in this matchup they're playing vmi essentially throw defense to the side they're both bottom 300 teams in defensive efficiency but citadel is actually above average in the nation in offensive efficiency and vmi ranks in the top 50 in offensive efficiency so you're really betting on teams here that don't care much to get like stops they're just going to play some fast run it up basketball i think 160 is too low this one's live to get to 170 without much problem and there's that ceiling really might be 200 so i really like the upper limit of the potential there as a reason that this one is a better than a 55 percent chance to win at minus 110 so we'll go grab that over 162 get that little extra hook can't hurt I'm on 163 though, so I take I take that as well. Then I'm gonna go with the with Wagner minus 12 and a half. Take a spread play, Merrimack. I, I just this game is a little confounding. Merrimack isn't that good. I make this one all the way to 15, 16 points in my projections. Um, you know, yeah, 15 and a half is my official number. Kind of a weak team here in Merrimack, especially with Wagner playing very well at home where they have not lost in the conference yet i do think that they're going to continue to be dominant uh if you look at jeff sagarin who does a, a projection system for usa today he his recent play system has this one at 22 points for wagner based on how they've been playing in the last couple of weeks against teams like merrimack they've already beaten merrimack by 14 
at Merrimack. So now Merrimack's at Wagner. I like Wagner minus 12 and a half minus 13 is fine as well. Try to get it before it hits minus 13 and a half though. Uh, and then lastly, I'm going to take a money line on Appalachian state going against Georgia state. I mean, Georgia state has pretty much been the bane of my existence. This team has been a lot hotter recently four and one in their last five. I think I've picked against them in three of those games, but they've also four and 11 in their last 15. So the re- regression is definitely coming. They were pretty bad. They've definitely turned a corner a little bit, but this Appalachian state team at home, I think should get the win. Uh, they are undefeated in home conference games as well. So this would be the first time losing on their home floor in these big games. I don't see it happening. You can get even money on Appalachian state. So go ahead and grab that one. I'll tell you what, dude, if you're riding Wagner, I'm riding Wagner, right? Let's like, do it. I'll follow you on that. And quick shout out. Appalachian State, I don't know if anybody's ever been to their campus before. Legitimately, one of the most beautiful places on the planet. I'm not lying. If you've never seen it before, Google, as soon as this show's over, just Google their baseball field. It's like you dropped it in the middle of just a Disney forest. It's unbelievable. Like, the place is just, oh, God, it's incredibly beautiful, man. Great people up there. All right, everybody, grab your paper, grab your pencil. Let's hope that this recap pulls up. It did, and it looks glorious here. M squared is on Marquette minus two and a half and round three. Homa minus 115 versus Kisner. Jay Smooth on Wagner minus 12 and a half. Citadel VMI over 163 and Appalachia State money line plus 101. Michael Roberts is on the Grizzlies minus seven. Davidson minus two and a half. Toledo minus 12 and a half. And the Rams to handle their business in Super Bowl against the Cincinnati Bengals. Our side play today Kentucky Wildcats minus nine and a half at home against Florida. The two piece. We're going to carry this thing over to tomorrow. All right. Very simple here. Plus 133 Rams money line. We brought that total down from 48 and a half to 44 and a half. It's all we need. Those two. It's all we need. Plus 133. A humble two piece for tomorrow. And then let's bring up our man, Andrew Gomez's bets for UFC 271 tonight. I'll leave that up for just a second. Won't read through it all because you guys have certainly Heard my voice way too much for a Saturday morning, but he's got all the picks and everything loaded up right there. So, you know what? You do have your marching orders. I have a feeling that you're going to see those phrases on a jacket on the Sports Line Twitter account later on today, courtesy of our man Noah Stanley and some fun that we had yesterday at M Squared's place. But until then, get your marching orders. Let's take all these tickets straight to the pay window. And you know what? We'll see you tomorrow morning for Super Bowl Sunday. Three shows. Hope you'll join us for all three of them. We're going to have a blast. Have a lot of fun. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, 
There's joy in every journey.